who am i that's a very important question of our life ki what exactly is my nature see when we are born we are naturally interested to know so many things as little children also we are very inquisitive about the world around us that how this world is functioning what are these birds and the stars and that is how our science also proceeds to study the mysteries of this world and still they are going on actually still the mysteries of the world is not entirely resolved lot of theories are there but uh, there is no final conclusion about what is this world but another very important question which comes in our life is uh, who am i who is experiencing the world what is the subject who is the subject who is experiencing this world and this uh, mystery is uh, resolved in uh, our uh, scriptures and by those great uh, mystics and great realized masters so they have revealed to us who, who what is our real nature and they have also shown us the path and one of the most uh, striking and most beautiful uh, book which will guide us from the beginning to the ultimate destination is this uh, bhagavad gita which we are studying we have the upanishads which are the most ancient uh, revealed scriptures and they are the essence of all the vedas the vedas are very ancient but the essence of all the vedas given in the upanishads and upanishad comes at the end portion of the vedas therefore upanishads are also called uh, vedanta the end of or end portion of vedas and upanishads gives the essential knowledge of our own self and that is given in the mahavakya in those statements very precise statements they are called mahavakya they reveal the essential nature of our own self one of the mahavakya in the chandogya upanishad is tatvamasi that shweta ketu who approached his father to gain this knowledge the father talked about that brahma the supreme reality pure existence consciousness and bliss and he said that thou art you are that brahma there are other statements wherein it is said that pradnyanam brahma the consciousness is brahma or i am atma brahma this atma is brahma and another mahavakya aham brahmasmi that i 
एम ब्रह्म सो आई एम ब्रह्म दैट इज वॉट वी हैव टू रियलाइज एंड रेकग्नाइज दिस रियलाइजेशन दिस रेकग्नेशन will uh, is a natural thirst in all of us it is uh, sometimes very burning uh, desire and sometimes it is just uh, beginning like but it's a natural desire in all of us all of us are as a human being we have this thirst to know about ourselves to recognize ourselves and that is one who strives on this is called a spiritual seeker who strives to know and realize his own self so aham brahmasmi we have to know that i am brahma that i am at present one experiences oneself as a body we are suddenly one fine day we find ourselves in this body as a little child before that where we were we don't know and we assume that we are this body though the body is constantly changing but still we assume that we are the body but if we really think about it we'll find that body changes the mind also changes but there is something which remains unchanged our own presence our own existence our own being that i am that notion which we had in our childhood that has remained constant lot of other thing outer thing has changed our body mind thinking emotions all of them have undergone lot of changes but uh, the feeling that i exist is still there temporarily it uh, gets uh, uh, it disappears in our deep sleep state but again it comes i exist but this i we have to recognize properly who is this i what am i one thing which goes in the name of i is our ego so ego is not the not the real i the ego is a just a personality which we have created or it gets created it has lots of memories and a lot of other ideas and we have a certain concepts about ourselves that's our ego sense of doership that ego is not the self ego is not the atma we are talking about so we have to transcend the ego to recognize ourselves and to do this the method revealed in bhagavad gita is a, is meditation dhyana but before gaining before attaining that state of dhyana we have to gain sufficient knowledge so that we are equipped to do that dhyana properly dhyana means paying attention to that self so theoretically intellectually we have to understand what that self is then we will be able to pay attention to that self so dhyana is revealed in the 6th chapter of gita 
and the knowledge which will help us to do this dhyana about the self is revealed in the second chapter and also preparation which will help us to gain vairagya those techniques are revealed in the third fourth and fifth chapter so the first sixth chapter help us to recognize that atma that i am not the body i am not the mind i am not the ego but i am that consciousness which illumines this body mind intellect i am that pure consciousness which illumines my waking dream and deep sleep state and this one can recognize through the path of dhyana but that itself is uh, not sufficient we should know that this consciousness or this atma is brahma is the very very source of this entire creation is the very substratum of this entire creation and that brahma is then further revealed the nature of brahma is revealed in the 6 chapters beginning from 7th so 7th 8th 9th 10th 11th 12th chapter reveals the nature of brahma and his expression or it's so it being the source and the substratum of this whole world the world is like para and apara prakriti and the brahma is the very substratum of this world so atma is revealed through dhyana brahma is also indicated and one comes to comprehend it with the path of bhakti but we should also know that atma is brahma then only our journey is complete the identity of the self and brahma has to be realized has to be recognized and that is the most uh, uh, crucial thing and that is revealed in the following set of six chapters beginning from this 13th chapter it reveals the identity of the individual and the total it reveals the identity of this atma and brahma for example a room we are all sitting in this beautiful hall there are those walls and there is this space in which we are sitting looking at the wall and looking at the, all the interiors and the structure this uh, space has got certain personality hmm? it is different from the personality which we see in other rooms other rooms have got their other personalities so each each uh, space which is which is enclosed within some walls develop certain personality and people they are expert in interiors and all they create a personality when we get the building from our constructors and all it's sometimes it has got weak personality then we add our special touch special what you call wallpapers and colors and and um, photographs and some little little things and all it adds to the personality now that personality is not seen anywhere 
it is not exactly one picture or the color which is giving that personality it is the entire ambiance of the whole thing so there is the room which is made up of walls there are all the decorations of the rooms and there is that personality of the room but the room is essentially that space so that space if we compare it with this uh, our uh, topic that space is atma that personality is ego and the room with all the walls are our body our mind our senses so we are told that you shift your attention from the walls from the painting from the from the personality of that room to that space try to understand that space and once we comprehend that space we are told that this space which you are comprehending is the same space which is the very substratum of this entire cosmos in which exist millions and millions of galaxies it is the same space which is supporting the entire cosmos so that space the total space which is supporting the entire cosmos is we can call it brahma and that space within the room is atma and this atma is equal to brahma because space cannot be divided it appears divided but it is actually not divided it is one and the same thing similarly when we understand ourselves we should understand ourselves not as a as a matter we are not matter the body we are not life we are not emotion we are not thoughts ideas but we are that consciousness which is conscious of as we go into this chapter it will become more and more clear but i am just starting the the ball rolling as you say so we are that consciousness and once we comprehend that we will we have to we have to understand that its consciousness in me is the same consciousness in all and it is the same which is the source of this entire creation so the identity of atma and brahma the identity of individual and the total is revealed in this chapter and certain doubts certain questions or some more explanation is given in the remaining chapters and then finally in the 18th chapter bhagwan concludes the all the uh, gives a summary of the entire bhagavad gita so this is one of the most uh, important chapter and most beautiful chapter and uh, favorite chapter of many people so let us begin and before we begin um, let me again uh, tell the the various topics dealt in this chapter and various terms which are used bhagwan has used the term kshetra and kshetradnya he also talks about gnanam 
and neyam he also talks about prakriti and purusha these are different terms used here as we go along we will understand these terms and it will become more clear this chapter begins directly with bhagwan's words only but some of the books especially our chinmaya mission books you will find that there is also a question by arjuna now bhagwan shankaracharya ji who wrote commentary on this bhagavad gita and many other great masters who wrote commentary on bhagavad gita they have not mentioned this first this verse of arjuna that means it was not there and somebody might have added it later on interpolation but it is a very helpful uh, verse which help us to understand what are the topics dealt with in this chapter so arjuna asked this question if you have that verse we will chant it and uh, just understand the main topic om shri parmatmane namaha अथ त्रयोदशोध्यायोदशोध्यायर्जुनवाच प्रकृति क्षेत्र क्षेत्रज्ञमेवच ज्ञानमेदिमच्छाक्षेत्रेत्रज्ञमेवेदिमच्छामी Uh, this uh, verse is really not there in the original text because arjuna cannot suddenly become very wise and ask this question because these terms were not used especially kshetra and kshetradnya these terms were not used by bhagwan before so he cannot ask this question but from this question we come to know what is the main topic of this chapter the chapter talks about uh, uh prakriti and purusha and this prakriti and purusha this term was used before also so prakriti and purusha then it talks about kshetra and kshetradnya kshetra is in english translated as field and knower of the field and jnanam means knowledge and neyam neyam means that which has to be known neyam etad veditum ichhami keshava ki he keshava he krishna i am desirous to know all these terms bhagwan doesn't explain in that order first to explain what is kshetra then he talks about jnanam then he talks about 
neyam which is kshetradnya only and then he talks about prakriti and purusha bhagwan also in this chapter reveals the method by which we can realize this ultimate truth so this is a very a very uh, what you call uh, very deep and uh, uh, fundamentally very important chapter and once this is comprehended properly the entire subject of vedanta will become very clear so all of you are ready yes so let us begin with bhagwan's words directly shri bhagavan vacha idam shariram kaunteya क्षेत्रमित्य विधीयते एतद्यो वेत्तितं प्राहुहु क्षेत्रज्ञ इति तद्विदः इदं शरीरं कौन्तेय क्षेत्रमित्य विधीयते यो इन द प्रीवियस चैप्टर इन द ट्वेल्थ चैप्टर द लक्षण द कैरेक्टरिस्टिक ऑफ अ भक्त हु इज ऑल्सो ज्ञानी हु इज रेकग्नाइज द सेल्फ इज गिवन अद्वेष्टा सर्वभूता मैत्र करुण एवच सो यू वॉज अ ज्ञानी भक्त मीन्स not just a bhakta on the path but who has attained the final destination one who has realized the truth one who has gained that ultimate knowledge so the question is what knowledge he has gained that is revealed in this uh, chapter so directly bhagwan begins by saying ki he arjuna कि इदम शरीरम कौनते क्षेत्रमित्यधीयते टू टर्म्स इज यूजिंग क्षेत्र क्षेत्र एंड क्षेत्रज्ञ हे अर्जुन इदम शरीरम दिस बॉडी नाउ वी हैव टू अंडरस्टैंड हु एम आय सो बिगिन्स विद द बॉडी सो भगवान से इज इदम शरीरम ईच एंड एवरी वर्ड इन इन अवर स्क्रिप्चर इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट so the word idam is a very important word idam means this that which is experienced as different from i as this 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 is called idam and shariram shariram is this body but sharir means that which constantly decays and dies that is called sharir we are carrying this body we are identified with the body which is constantly undergoing change and modification therefore it is called sharir the the day we are born from that day onwards it constantly modifies and changes 
therefore there are various uh, like asti jayate it is born vardhate it grows uh, it undergoes modification then it decays and then finally it dies so that is the very nature of this body therefore it is called sharir idam shariram kaunteya kshetram iti abhidhiyate it is also called kshetra kshetra means a field like we have our uh, field where we grow crops and all so why it is called a field because with the help of this body one identifies we perform various actions and in this body we reap the fruits of our action just as we have a beautiful garden we we plow we sow various types of seeds and then we get the result we get the fruits similarly this body also is like a field which is used to perform various types of actions when one is identified with this body one performs various types of actions with the body and we get the results also in the body further bhagwan will tell what are the what exactly are the contents of this body yeah. when we say this body it is not very just the physical structure but it also includes the mind the intellect the senses yeah, that we will see later on so this body is uh, used not only to perform action but also to reap the results so therefore it is called kshetra kshetra also means which uh, which decays just like sharira means decays here kshetra also means that which kshaya it it decays kshayat kshetra uh, constantly it dies so we are we are identified with a body which constantly dies in fact every moment the cells in our body dies and new cells are born then again those cells die again new cells are born new thoughts are born they die and again another type of thoughts are born in our mind different emotions are born they die again they are born so different uh, constantly there is a decay in this body therefore it is called kshetra so idam shariram kaunteya kshetram ityavidhiyate understand that this is kshetra but the most important thing is etad yo vettitam prahuhu the one who is conscious of this body this is a important kshetradnya the one who is conscious of this body one who knows this body is called kshetradnya kshetradnya iti tadvidaha knows doesn't mean intellectually knows knows doesn't mean one who is one who sees or one who feels but there is an awareness of this body there is a consciousness of this body so it's like uh, certain things we know with our senses with our mind for example the existence of some object like for ex- example this flower i can know its existence by seeing it by feeling it touching it and all hmm? but how do i know this body how do i know my own uh, presence how do i know that i 
I am alive. How do you know that you are alive? Do you see yourself as alive? Therefore you know you are alive. Do you feel yourself to be alive? Therefore you know you are alive. Do you think or do you think or do you have a concept that you are alive? What is the way we are, we understand that we are? There is, we are conscious of our being alive. So there is a consciousness which is conscious of the body, which is conscious of the senses, which is conscious of the mind, conscious of the thought. There is a consciousness which is conscious of this material, phenomenal body. Otherwise this body is made up of matter only. Just as any other matter in this world. Hmm. Akash, Vayu, Agni, Jal, Prithvi. Matter, atoms, huh? all this electron, proton, neutron. But there is something very strange about this body. That One is that it is alive. And another is there is consciousness about this body. I cannot even... I. Don't I don't know the body not only through my senses, but also know by something else. I just know this body. So there is consciousness of the body. That consciousness which is making the body conscious or because of which we are conscious of the body is called Kshetradnya. Hmm. This term has to be understood properly. And slowly the whole picture will get revealed. It's like a painting. It's like that jigsaw puzzle. Each piece, when it fits in properly, then the whole picture comes out beautiful. Sometimes the pieces are not properly, then after the picture comes, we set it right also. So, Kshetradnya is that consciousness which is conscious of your body. This is something which we have to not intellectually comprehend only, but we have to actually experience it. This is a path, spirituality is a path which we have to take subjectively within. So each one of us who are here, you are conscious of your presence You are conscious of the presence of the body, I hope. You are conscious of the presence of your mind. You are conscious of the presence of the intellect. Whatever you are conscious of is the body. And the one who is conscious of that consciousness is Khetradnya. This much if it is clear... Who is saying this? Bhagavan said, The knowers, the great wise people who know about Kshetra and Kshetradnya, they have said this. The great masters, the great rishis, they have given this division of Kshetra and Kshetradnya. This seems to be very simple and very easy to comprehend. But now in the next words, 
Bhagwan then suddenly reveals this identity. Hmm? He says, Kshetradnyam chapimam vidhi Sarvakshetreshu bharata Kshetrakshetradnyayodnyanam Yattadnyanam matam mama Kshetram Sarvakshetreshu bharata Now Bhagavan says that Sarvakshetreshu in all the in all the bodies see now we have this human body all of us we have our human body but human body alone is not all in this world there are different variety of bodies different variety of beings are there right from a tiny little uh, uh, virus or a bacteria to complex various structures, various bodies are there and there are bodies within bodies. Like if you happen to see your body, inside there are so many other bodies which are surviving. Hmm. Luckily we don't see them very openly, others will get scared. In our outside also, on our skin, so many different types of bacteria and all living comfortably like. And if we are kind and generous and very compassionate, then we should not take bath and let them and not apply soap and all. Then they survive also for a longer time. Not only on our skin, but if go inside, in our, uh, in our blood, in our uh, stomach, in our uh, flesh, in our so many other, uh, these various organs, variety of those uh, little, little, little bacterias, they live. We try to take antibiotics, but they have now overcome them and they survive very comfortably there. Sometimes they thrive on those antibiotics. They have become like their food. They are just waiting for some antibiotics to come. So, there are beings inside us. There are variety of beings around us. But there are beings who are, in whom we are also existing. Like from the cosmic standpoint, there is Brahmaji, the creator, for whom this entire world is his body. So each one of us, we are existing in the body of the totality. So totality also is a huge body and one person. The universal person which we have seen in the 11th chapter is a one person. This whole cosmos is one person. With all the uh, multitude of uh, planets and stars and galaxies and huge uh, this cosmos is one person whose body it is. And we are so small that it appears very, very large and huge and big. Even if we reduce our size and look at our body, 
then it will appear so vast and big. So there are millions and millions of variety of beings and beings means those who are conscious of the uh, little body structure. So Bhagavan says in all the kshetra, in all these bodies, there, are, there is a kshetradnya, the knower of that body. The one who is aware of that body. See, even in a tiny little ant, that ant is a body, outer structure, but there is someone who is aware of that body. That is called kshetradni. It is not the intellect, it is not the mind, it is that consciousness which is conscious of that body. Even a tiny little amoeba, there is that consciousness which is conscious of that body which is aware of that body. Because of that awareness, there is expression also as life. And there is then response and uh, interaction with the world around. So, we have there is a body and there is the knower of the body or one who is conscious of the body. So, that conscious of the body is called a kshetradnya and that body is called kshetra. So it appears on the face of it that there are many bodies and there are many uh, kshetradnyas also. Millions and millions of types of bodies are there and it appears there are millions and millions of types of kshetradnya. But here Bhagwan reveals a very important point. He says, that Kshetradnyam Chapi Maam Viddi Sarvakshetreshu Bharata. That I alone am there as Kshetradnya in all the bodies. That means the Kshetradnya is one only. It appears like many, many in many bodies. Now this, uh, to comprehend this, let us uh, uh, take one example. Just imagine the sky and uh, there are uh, these clouds. Clouds are nothing but various tiny drops of uh, water, you can say. So in those tiny little drops of water, you have the reflection of the sun. So each drop, it shines. Sometimes two, two, three drops come together and it shines. Sometimes a bunch, a lot of drops come together and the reflection of the sun is there in that. So the drops of water is like Kshetra. The shining, the reflection of the sun which makes the drop shine is like Kshetradnya. And Bhagwan is that sun. Bhagwan says, I am the sun who is illumining, who is shining in all the drops. Bhagwan says, here when Bhagwan is talking, he is not talking as Krishna, as one particular uh, person. He is not talking as one consciousness illumining his body. He is talking as that pure Brahma. He is talking, identified with that pure Brahma which is alone the very kshetradnya in all the kshetra. 
सो क्षेत्रज्ञम चापी माम विद्धि सर्वक्षेत्रेशु भारत दिस क्षेत्रज्ञ वी एक्सपीरियंस इन अवर सेल्फ एज अवर 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 प्रेजेंस अवर एक्सिस्टेंस इट इज नॉट समथिंग थियोरेटिकल इट इज समथिंग विच इज एक्सपीरियंशियल वी आर नॉट टॉकिंग अबाउट थियरी वी आर नॉट टॉकिंग अबाउट कॉन्सेप्ट वी आर टॉकिंग अबाउट वॉट वी आर एक्सपीरियंसिंग राइट नाउ सो दिस डजेंट रिक्वायर एनी फेथ और एनी अदर थिंग इट इज इट रिक्वायर्स एन ओपन माइंड टू कॉम्प्रीहेंड दिस सो वेन वी लुक एट अवर सेल्फ वी वी एक्सपीरियंस अवर सेल्फ एज बीइंग as a conscious being i experience myself as someone who is existing i exist then i add some lot of things and say that i am so and so and all but before that i experience myself as pure existence only and that pure existence is conscious of some body that is what we call our our life our day to day world that we are if there is no consciousness of this body we don't have any world we don't have any life all our questions all our thriving all our uh, life begins when there is consciousness and that consciousness is conscious of some body otherwise we don't have any and this body and this consciousness they go together consciousness and consciousness of the body they go together just like the the drop of water and the reflection of the sun it goes together the reflection of the sun cannot be there without the drop of water sun can be there without the drop of water but reflection of the sun cannot be there without the drop of water so presence of the drop of water we come to know because of the sun in fact that word objects is very interesting so the light of the sun by itself cannot be seen cannot be comprehended but when it is objected by some object by some material then that light can be seen i hope you are understanding i am just saying something huh at least you should understand then you can explain it to me see <laughs> so light by itself cannot be seen unless that light is objected when when in a tube also there is a light on top the whole tube if you see in front it will appear dark only but when you keep your hand suddenly you can see the flash of light so similarly the pure consciousness which is that brahma is free from all sense of objectivity it is pure subject pure subjectivity there are no objects in it but when we talk about kshetradnya we talk about that consciousness which is aware of some object and that object is the body that object is our mind that object is our senses that object is our uh, intellect and that object is called sharira 
so we have to shift our attention from the body and understand and comprehend kshetrajna which is experienced at present by my existence as i am i am aware of myself to be i am present that is the experience of kshetrajna and it is same in you and me but when i identify with my body then suddenly there comes difference that you are a, a different body i am a different body but if you just go to that basic experience of your own existence i am there is no difference between you and me that pure i am which is conscious of this body is that kshetrajna and if we hold on to that pure i am and if we shift our attention totally from the objects from what it is aware of and try to comprehend it by itself then suddenly we realize that it is that pure consciousness nameless formless brahma it's like a drop of water and the reflection of that uh, sun in that drop of water and the reflection of the sun is just aware of that reflection and as it is aware it just forgets about the drop and suddenly it realizes that i am the sun and when it realizes that i am the sun it comes to know that i alone am reflecting in all the waters and that is what bhagwan has identified with that supreme truth and he is talking he is saying that i alone am there in all the all the kshetras akshetradnya kshetradnyam chapi mam vidhi sarvakshetreshu bharata in other chapter also he has mentioned that aham atma guda keshas sarvabhuta shayastitaha in the in the 10th chapter that i am that atma who is residing in everyone's heart see bhagavad gita can be studied and generally people study majority of them study from the standpoint of arjuna but bhagavad gita has to be studied from the standpoint of krishna bhagwan is telling krishna arjuna to understand my standpoint from arjuna standpoint if we study we will consider ourselves as little being only but when we shift our attention we will comprehend it in its totality so kshetrajnyam chaapi mam vidhi sarvakshetreshu bharata so you need to contemplate on it and understand it very deeply and bhagwan says तक्षेत्र क्षेत्रज्ञ योर ज्ञानम यानम मतम ममा एंड नोविंग दिस नोविंग द सीक्रेट नोविंग द एसेंस ऑफ क्षेत्र एंड क्षेत्रज्ञ इट सेल्फ इज कॉल्ड नॉलेज अ पर्सन हु नोज दिस नोज पर्सन हु डजंट नो दिस डजंट नो वी मे नो इन द नेम ऑफ स्पिरिचुअलिटी इन द नेम ऑफ रिलीजन वी माइट नो लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स इनफैक्ट पीपल आर इंटरेस्टेड इन नोविंग all non essentials lot of things a person may know of various mantras and various types of rituals and various types of things so many things they know but 
what we have to know what is kshetra and who is the kshetradnya and what is the essence of the kshetradnya so when the kshetra when i am conscious of the body i am a kshetradnya and when i identify with the body i become a samsari i become a samsari when i identify with the body but when the kshetradnya that is i when i recognize myself as that pure consciousness then i become free from this identification and come to realize that i am that brahma i am that brahma i am free from all these limitations so we are caught up in this body we are not the body but we are that consciousness and we have to release ourselves from this bondage of this body and it's not some esoteric thing it is it is sincerely seriously if we pursue we will be able to uh, do it hmm it's like a that example is given like a grass and in the there is a reed and it has to be removed from the outer layer similarly we are attached to this body by saying that i am the body hmm suppose somebody asks you what are you doing i am sitting what does it mean body is sitting and i am identified with the body and i am saying i am sitting it's like if you ask the sun what are you doing he says i am just dropping <laughs> in the sense i am the drop i am hanging on here but it is saying that it is a drop identifying with the drop we are saying i am the body identifying with the body so shift your attention from the body and experience that pure i am just hold on to that experience of your own existence i am i am and when we hold on to it with full attention and full concentration we will come to know that that i am in its pure form is free from all this body is free from life free from death it is that pure existence because of which everything seems to exist this is a very esoteric and very interesting uh, point so bhagwan says those who know this they alone know and those who don't know this they are ignorant to kshetra kshetradnya yotnyanam yattad nyanam matam mama see here what is used as the term kshetradnya and kshetra same thing is explained in the seventh chapter by using the term for kshetra the term used is apara prakriti and for kshetradnya the term used is para prakriti so you should not get confused by these different terms then the same thing is later on bhagwan will talk about the same two things as prakriti and purusha these two terms are also used see different names different terms are used because they have a little uh, they reveal a more facet of the same same subject therefore different terms are used so prakriti means kshetra and purusha means kshetradnya 
सो क्षेत्र क्षेत्रज्ञानम यानम मतम मम सो अकॉर्डिंग टू माय ओपिनियन दोज हू नो द सीक्रेट द एसेंस ऑफ क्षेत्र एंड क्षेत्रज्ञ एंड द एसेंस ऑफ क्षेत्र एंड क्षेत्रज्ञ इज आय इज दैट प्योर कॉन्शियसनेस इज दैट ब्रह्म वन हू नोज दिस ही नोज क्षेत्र एंड क्षेत्रज्ञ ऑल्सो कैन बी कॉल्ड एज सीन एंड द सीयर द क्षेत्र इज द सीन एंड द क्षेत्रज्ञ इज द सीयर और दैट विच इज एक्सपीरियंस्ड एंड द एक्सपीरियंसर और द ऑब्जेक्ट एंड द सब्जेक्ट विच एवर टर्म्स वी अंडरस्टैंड क्लियरली वी कैन होल्ड ऑन टू इट because as we go along in this world new and new terms start coming and it creates more confusion in the good old days only sanskrit was there when they were learning this so some few terms now we have to use some english terms also now bhagwan explains in detail what exactly is the kshetra he says in the next verse takshetram yachaya drikcha yadvikariya taschayat sachayo yat prabhavascha tat samasena me shrunu तक्षेत्रम यच्चया दृक्च यद्विकारियतश्चयत हाँ भगवान सेज नाउ हे अर्जुन दैट आई हैव टोल्ड यू द मेन टॉपिक क्षेत्र एंड क्षेत्रज्ञ नाउ यू अंडरस्टैंड द क्षेत्र in totality in properly what i mean by what we mean by body what are the various ingredients in our body what are the contents of our body so takshetra yachya what is its what it is yadrakcha what is its nature yad vikari what are its modification yatah from where it has come what is its origin all this you understand about kshetra about your body see our body when we are when we were born actually nobody ask us that do you want to take birth we call democracy this that and all nobody asked if ever you are interested to take birth what's your opinion please fill this form i have no objection to be born nobody ask we just uh, uh, are born one fine day we are born and that fine day we celebrate also later on <laughs> but we are born and uh, and born means what there is a awareness starts happening about a body 
we become conscious of our own existence and we become conscious of a body which is all the time hanging around this existence that wherever we go that seems to be one object always following us that is our body if i close my eyes and just think i am just pure existence i just i feel my own presence i feel my own being but i also feel that being associated with a particular body so what is this body what is its nature what are the various modifications of this body from where it has come that bhagwan says you understand samasena briefly also he says that sah sah here means the kshetradnya the knower of this body the one who is conscious of this body that kshetradnya such a yo yat prabhavascha what it is and what is its prabhav what is its influence what is its power with respect to the body see according to the body that consciousness also seems to have variety of power in a ant body the consciousness has got limited power but in a elephant body it seems to have more power it's like the reflection of the sun in a little glass of water it has got limited power but the same reflection in a big lake it has got more power so it is just a difference the power is just a difference in the different types of bodies when we say brahma ji he has got a large big huge body so he has got more power when we say human being we have our own limited body so the prabhav the power and the influence of this kshetradnya depends on the type of body so sacha yo yat prabhavascha tat samasena me shruno that you understand you hear from me briefly so first bhagwan will talk uh, talk about kshetradnya and then later on he will tell about the kshetra uh, sorry first he will talk about kshetra and then later on bhagwan will talk about kshetradnya kshetradnya he talks about as neyam as that which has to be known but before telling about this kshetra bhagwan tells about its importance about this knowledge the kshetra kshetradnya this knowledge is so important that it alone is revealed in all the scriptures he says in the next verse rishi bhir bahudha geetam chando bhir vividhai prathak brahma sutra padaischeva ऋषि बाय द वेरियस ऋषि लाइक वशिष्ठादि ऋषि 
बहुधा गीतम दे हैव संग अबाउट द क्षेत्र क्षेत्रज्ञ एंड देयर एसेंस एज दैट ब्रह्म इन वैरायटी ऑफ वेज सी अवर वी हैव अ वास्ट स्टोर हाउस ऑफ लिटरेचर द स्पिरिचुअल लिटरेचर इज वेरी वास्ट माइंड ब्लोइंग लाइक इट्स लाइक अ लॉज सुपर मार्केट इट्स नॉट वन टेक्स्ट Bhagavad Gita we are studying, but there are hundreds and thousands of variety of wonderful spiritual literature. Each one of them a great gem. Like we have Yoga Vasistha, thirty-two thousand verses, thirty-two thousand verses, revealing the same truth in various types of examples and ways it is revealed. because every rishi muni who came they expressed this truth in their own words it's like beauty beauty is one but expression of beauty can be many if you see a beautiful sunrise or sunset and if you are told to express it everyone will express it differently it might appear they are talking about something else but all of them are talking about the same beauty but still after writing everything about it they say that it is much more beautiful than what we have written cannot be expressed cannot be captured but we tried our best and they will not have any conflict they will say he has described differently i have described differently that doesn't mean we are talking about different thing therefore there is a very beautiful statement ki ekam sat vipra bahudha vadanti ki sat the truth is one but these wise people they talk about it in different ways using different means and words and examples so rishi bhihi bahudha geetam rishis are those who are the seers the, the knowers the wise people who have comprehended the truth who have recognized it they are called the rishis hmm. they they have seen the truth Uh, they are not philosophers they are not just uh, uh, theoretical genius or something they are the one who has seen the truth and they are expressing in their own own words so they are the rishis so rishi bhi bahudha geetam here bhagwan is telling the importance of this knowledge he doesn't say that it is just my own or i am telling from my own uh, mind or something but this is being said by all the great rishis chando bhi and in the chanda in the various uh, mantras of the rigveda yajurveda samaveda atharvaveda it has been described in various ways prathaka vividhaihi prathaka in different ways in variety of ways it is been revealed in the in our scriptures then brahma sutra then there are certain literature sutra in very aphorism in a in a small little sentences they convey the truth like brahma sutra or the, like yoga sutra and so many sutras are there brahma sutra is those statements which reveal the nature of brahma they are called brahma sutra so with the this brahma sutras also they talk about this kshetra and kshetrajnyanti 
Brahma Sutra Padashchaiva, they also have revealed the same knowledge which I am going to reveal and I have mentioned to you. That same knowledge is revealed in Brahma Sutra also. And how they have revealed? Hetumad Bihi by giving proper reasoning and logic. See, our Vedanta begins with uh, our experience of I am. See, there are certain assumptions which every knowledge which takes, like even science, they begin with certain assumptions. And if those assumptions are not solid, then the whole structure falls down. Assumptions are like the foundation. Science just assumes that we are and the world is and then they begin investigating. Vedanta doesn't assume anything. The basic thing Vedanta assumes is my own existence. I am. That is my first and foremost doubtless experience that I exist. Who am I? I don't know. But I experience my own presence. That is fundamental. After experiencing my own presence, I experience the presence of the world. That is secondary. And then I think and imagine the experience or the concept of God. That is tertiary. The fundamental is my own presence. So my presence is my direct experience. Experience of the world is through my senses. And about God and all is my inference. So the direct experience of I am is there and that alone is analyzed and understood as what it is essentially. Therefore, giving wonderful logic and reasoning definitely with with conviction the truth is revealed. Vinishchitaihi. There is no doubt. It is not a theory. Vedanta is not a theory. What Vedanta reveals is a fact. In science there are various theories and then later on some powerful theory comes and they negate the previous theories. They are saying that this is not true. This theory, new theory is the one thing. How this world functions? Uh, Newton had his own theory. Then Einstein came and he had his own theory. Then later on now various scientists are saying some other theories. Some string theories and all. So this Vedanta is not theory, it is the direct experience of that fact as it is. Hetumad, so giving rational reasoning and vinishchitaihi, with conviction, these scriptures have revealed this truth. So after telling the importance of it, now Bhagwan, in the fifth chapter, fifth verse, he tells what is the Kshetra. So let us chant this verse and more detail we will study tomorrow, but today we'll chant. Mahabhutanya Hankaraha Buddhiravyakta Mevacha Indriyani Dashay Kancha Pancha Chendriya Gocharaha 
महाभूतान्यहंकार बुद्धिव्यक्तमेवंद्रियाणि दशक पंचचेन्द्रियगोचरा दिस आर द ट्वेंटी फोर बेसिक एलिमेंट्स विच गो टू मेक अवर बॉडी वेन वी से अवर बॉडी इट इज मेड अप ऑफ फाइव ग्रेट एलिमेंट्स आकाश वायु अग्नि जल पृथ्वी स्पेस एयर फायर वॉटर एंड अर्थ इन दैट सटल फॉर्म they are called sukshma pancha mahabhut i will explain tomorrow now just the literal translation so our body is made up of the subtle five elements then it is uh, ahankar is there ego then buddhi intellect then avyakta the unmanifest the impressions of the past huh? what we call vasanas they are unmanifest that is also part of the body then indriyani dasha ten indriyas the five organs of perception and the five organs of action then ekam ekam is the mind which controls these organs then panchacha indriya gocharaha then the five objects seen through our senses that is shabda sparsha rupa rasagandha sight i mean sound shabda touch sparsha roopa that is form and color rasa means taste and gandha means smell hmm. this all 24 together they are called sharir is the most comprehensive most scientific you cannot add anything to it you cannot subtract anything from this it is the complete most beautiful this is what we call body and uh, vikar of this body will also be explained in the next verse so this is what we call the kshetra more about this we will study tomorrow